Okay, our chapter for today is 2 Corinthians chapter 7. Uh, this might be a little confusing to you, this, this chapter, when you read it, because I say that because it, seems some, it sort of seems to be entirely about some other letter that Paul wrote to the Corinthians. Perhaps it, he's talking about the letter that we now know as 1 Corinthians, but it could be another letter that he wrote to them that we no longer have, a letter that seems to have upset and grieved some of them. Uh, it's not the easiest for us to read today because it seems to be talking about a situation to which we're not privy. <laughs> um, nevertheless, I think there's one overarching point. I mean, certainly there's a lot of things you could take from this chapter, but but there's to me, the thing that's just staring at us in the face is just one overarching point that could that we could take and apply and i just want to say a very quick word uh about it today this i i don't have a lot to say but just say a word about this because it's something we've talked about a bit already and it has to do with godly grief you know he says he, he he's that's the point he makes um there in in like verses uh eight and nine he talks about godly grief like, like I was saying, Paul in this chapter is acknowledging that a, a, a previous letter to them, whether it was 1 Corinthians or another letter, was quite serious uh, with them and caused them some grief. In fact, you know, uh, we have First and Second Corinthians in our Bible, but Paul, throughout these letters, if you read them carefully, he actually uh, refers to other letters between them and him, he and them, um, that to at least two of others that we no longer have. And if you put them all together, it, it may seem like uh, Paul, over the course of his ministry with them, wrote there were four different letters. And what we know as First and Second Corinthians are, are, may actually be, in all of them, Second and Fourth Corinthians. <laughs> um, but clearly, uh, First and Third of those four, uh, God did not see fit to preserve, and, and, uh, and those that he inspired are what we now know as first and second, those two of the four. Um, but this, this letter that we no longer have uh, was quite serious, apparently, and, and uh, caused them some grief. And uh, it was apparently the, the, a kind of grief that could have easily tended more toward anger at Paul because Paul opens the chapter asking of them, in verse 1, to make room in your hearts for us. It appears that the grief that, that he may have caused them had, a, had the potential to also make them bitter and angry toward them, such that they would no longer have any room for their heart in their hearts for Paul. So Paul is writing to make sure this isn't the case. And Paul is encouraged because of how they have, in the end, rea reacted to his letter. He says on one, on one level, he's sad that they were grieved at all by his letter, but on, on another level, he's glad because of what what that grief led to in them. He says, yes, they were grieved, but verse 9, it was a godly grief. What does that mean? He explains it. He's say, saying in verse ten, 9 and 10, they were grieved into repenting, and that godly grief produces repentance. Rather than letting their grief turn into bitterness and anger towards Paul, they let it turn into repentance toward God. And this is what was such an encouragement to Paul because it was a sign to him of spiritual maturity within them. We, I think we need more of this in the church today, more times than not. And, and, and we don't, we're not just talking about other people. We're looking at our own hearts when we say this. When, when we're grieved 
it, it, too often it turns into anger and bitterness and often a lot of people leave the church rather than stay and work through it too often our our grief is not a godly grief and that's to our shame it's a sign of spiritual immaturity among us it's a sign of pride among us if someone tells us the hard truth our first reaction should be to consider what that person said and to see if there's really any truth in it more than likely there is some truth in it even if it's not all true it's at this point that godly grief would then move move us toward repentance toward god rather than anger toward the person who spoke the truth to us not only would this be an incredible example and testimony to the rest of the church it would also in the words of paul lead to salvation in ourselves because it would prove the genuineness of our faith and life in christ that's just a simple thought from second corinthians chapter 7